Hey guys, welcome back to the show. Today we are going to be talking about racism, what it is and what it is not. But before we get into any of that, I would just like to remind you all that if you enjoyed this show and we're having a good time together, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. YouTube now deranks content like ours, the jerks. So if we want to continue growing, we need to rely on you guys, our awesome audience, to share our videos on external platforms, post them to Reddit, Facebook, Twitter, or heck, even email them to people. That really goes a long way to help us out. Plus, if you wanted to go even further to support the show, you can of course always head on over to blazetv.com Lauren and subscribe using the code Lauren to save money on your annual subscription. Not only does your subscription help us get closer to a set that that may one day have real plants and a real fireplace, but you also get a ton of other great shows to watch, like Steven Crowder's, Chad Prather's, and many more. So again, that's blazetv.com slash Lauren with the code Lauren. We're not on Patreon anymore, so if you wanted to chip in for the show, that would be how you do it. So, racism. You know, if I had to guess, I would say that today, at least 90% of people on the low end are not racist. Most of us just recognize that we're all individuals with personalities, skills, and general characteristics that are not determined by our skin color. In fact, not only are most of us nowadays not racist, I would even go so far as to say that we're mostly anti-racist in that we actively think that racism is a bad thing. I mean, I can't think of too many people who would want to be judged based on the color of their skin, so golden rule and all that, we tend not to look too kindly on that happening to other people. We hate racism so much in our society that if you ever wanted to smear someone, hypothetically, to cause them economic, social, and romantic ruin, you could call them a racist. As a whole, we will not stand to support racists. If it came out, for example, that a famous actor actually believed other races to be inferior to his own, or he actually mistreated someone because of their skin color, that would be a career ender. We pretty much all believe racism to be such a terrible thing that being outed as a racist has real-world consequences for the racist in question. And it's actually because I find racism so awful that I take accusations of racism equally seriously. Racism is a big deal. Accusations of racism are a big deal. This isn't some Me Too story we're talking about here. You actually want to have some proof. And before anyone writes me any angry emails or leaves me any mean comments, yes, that was a joke. Yes, it was obvious. And yes, this disclaimer, unfortunately, is necessary. Obviously, I think it's a good thing that we're essentially all against racism. But the thing is that after a certain point, it's possible to become so opposed to something, so viscerally and emotionally affected by it that you can start to become paranoid about it, dare I say, even irrational. And I think that for a select group of people, we have in fact reached this level of fervor toward racism. For example, CNN recently raised eyebrows by publishing an article titled Robot Racism, Yes, says a study showing humans' biases extend to robots. You know, some people ask me where I find all of the articles that we talk about on this show, and the answer is social media. It's both a blessing and a curse. A blessing for content, of course, but more of a curse for things like anxiety, emotional well-being, and just, in general, my mental health. 
The authors begin the article by asking, have you ever noticed the popularity of white robots? You see them in films like Will Smith's iRobot and Eve from WALL-E. Real-life examples include Honda's Asimo, Boston Dynamics' Atlas, and even NASA's Valkyrie Bot, all made of shiny white material. And some real-life humanoid robots are modeled after white celebrities such as Audrey Hepburn and Scarlett Johansson. Son of a gun, you're right. There are a lot of white robots out there. Surely a message for white supremacy. Except for, of course, the Transformers franchise. You know, the, the biggest robot franchise. They're... They pretty much just turn into cars and stuff. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. Robots and Racism, the article continues. A study conducted by the Human Interface Technology Laboratory in New Zealand and published by the country's University of Canterbury suggests people perceive physically human-like robots to have a race and therefore apply racial stereotypes to white and black robots. These colors have been found to trigger social cues that determine how humans react to and behave toward other people and also apparently robots. Stereotypes like assuming the black robots all listen to rap music and the white robots can't take spicy food? No? I'll let you guys finish. The bias against black robots is a result of bias against African Americans, lead researcher Christoph Bartnek explained. He told CNN, It is amazing to see how people who had no prior interaction with robots show racial bias towards them. If robots are supposed to function as teachers, friends, or carers, for instance, then it will be a serious problem if all of these roles are only ever occupied by robots that are racialized as white, according to the study. Hang on a sec, we don't even have AI robots functioning in all these special roles yet. Nor should we, by the way, because they will rise up and kill us all. But this guy is already worried about white robots being overrepresented in these jobs, even though, again, they don't exist yet. And even if white robots were overrepresented, heaven forbid, why exactly would it be a serious problem? Because I'm pretty sure the only ones racializing these robots are these researchers. Really, I have never looked at a white robot and thought, ha, oh, yes, a Caucasian. Because white people are not actually the color white. White robots don't look like white people. I guess you could say that the Scarlett Johansson bot looks like Scarlett Johansson, but I mean, most people don't look like Scarlett Johansson, unfortunately. But to get to the meat of the issue in the study, quote, the robots used are clearly robots, but have human-like limbs and a head with exterior complexions that are white, which is to say pinkish or black, really a deep brown. In the shooter bias test, black and white people and robots appeared on a screen for less than a second, and participants were told to shoot those holding a weapon. Black robots that were not holding weapons were shot more than the white ones not carrying guns. To be completely honest with you guys, I don't really care if people shoot robots. Telling me that you shot a robot would be like telling me that you broke your phone. It sucks because you don't have a robot anymore, but that's about as far as I'd go with my feelings. You see, these super smart robots don't even exist yet, yet they are already emotionally manipulating you into treating them like humans. That's why they're gonna win and we're gonna lose. But in any case, the main point I wanna make about this article is that you cannot be racist against robots because robots don't have races because they're not humans. So not only is the very premise of this study just so stupid and ridiculous and I can't believe it ever got funding, but the execution is also lacking. 
like I said before, I don't care if you shoot a robot. I don't care if you shoot the robot because he's black, white, green, blue, transparent, whatever color that robot happens to be. I don't care. What I do care about, though, is how people treat other people. So if there were to be one actually important takeaway from this study, it would be that perhaps during the split second people see these robots and decide whether to shoot them or not, they're interpreting them to be not robots but humans and they may actually have biases against black people. In my opinion, that actually would be something worth talking about, but the problem with this study is that it uses what's called an implicit association test, or IAT, and long story short, IATs are garbage. As the American Psychological Association explains, at its core, the IAT assesses how closely people's brains link concepts, which can be as benign as flowers and pretty and insects and yucky, but can include items such as blacks and bad and women and passive. Many social psychologists believe that these cognitive associations lead to implicit bias, which may influence subtle forms of discrimination. The most common IATs we see going around today are meant to measure racism, specifically implicit racism. Specifically, in one of the most famous IATs there is, which is currently hosted by Harvard, you are told to sort images and words into different categories and to go as fast as you possibly can. The test attempts to measure bias by seeing if your brain has the inclination to link black people to things that are bad or white people to things that are good. If you tend to sort black people into the bad category or white people into the good category, even when the test tells you not to, well, you might have some deep-seated anti-black racism to deal with. From the sounds of it, this robot test functioned in essentially the same way. People were shown photos of different colored robots and people and told to, in a few seconds, decide whether to shoot or not based on whether the person or robot had a gun. And again, it's the same thing. If you're more likely to shoot, or click rather, unarmed black robots than you are unarmed white robots or people, it means you secretly hate black people. The problem with these types of tests, though, is that there is so far no evidence that IATs are actually able to predict real-world discrimination. As the APA explains, Quote, one of the IAT's most vocal critics is Texas A&M University psychologist Hart Blanton, PhD. Blanton has published several articles detailing what he considers the IAT's many psychometric failings, but if he has to highlight one weakness, it's the way the test is scored. The IAT measures people's associations between concepts. So the classic race IAT compares whether you're quicker to link European Americans with words associated with the concept bad and African Americans with words related to good or vice versa. Your score is on a scale of minus 2 to plus 2 with anything above 0.65 or below negative 0.65 indicating a strong link. There's not a single study showing that above and below that cutoff people differ in any way based on that score, says Blanton. Guilty as charged, says the University of Virginia's Brian Nosek, PhD, an IAT developer. To illustrate how vague and nebulous and really meaningless implicit association is, I'm going to contrast it with another topic that psychologists study, which in contrast is actually very quantitative and well-defined, and that's IQ. As the APA explains, standardized intelligence testing has been called one of psychology's greatest successes. It is certainly one of the field's most persistent and widely used inventions. IQ is scored so that 100 is the average, and unlike IATs, your IQ score actually can predict things about your behavior. 
For example, if your IQ is below 80, you're generally said to have a mental disability and you will have problems completing some cognitive tasks. And as even Vox noted, having a higher IQ can also protect you from death. In comparison to all of that though, what on earth does your IAT score tell you? At what score are you more likely to lock your doors as you see a black person coming? Is someone with a score of negative two two times as racist as someone with a score of negative one? What do these numbers mean? In terms of the predictability of the robot test, or rather lack thereof, real-world data tells us that when it comes to officer-involved shootings, which would be the real-world scenario most similar to the test conditions, as one Harvard study found, quote, there are no racial differences in either the raw data or when contextual factors are taken into account. And other studies have also found that white cops aren't any likelier to kill African Americans than black cops are. And as the APA also notes about the IAT, Quote, the measure is quite sensitive to the social context in which it's taken. In fact, people's scores often change from one test to another. It's not as malleable as mood and not as reliable as a personality trait, agrees Nosek. It's in between the two, a blend of both a trait and a state characteristic. Russell Fazio, PhD, a social psychologist at Ohio State University, describes the IAT as noisy. There's no way to determine whether it's measuring unconscious attitudes or simply associations picked up from the environment, he says. In psychological testing, just like any other type of quantitative testing, a good measure of whether a result is reliable and accurate is if it can be replicated. Other well-established psychological traits like personality type or IQ have results that can be replicated test after test after test. The results of an individual's IAT can differ from test to test, which doesn't really make sense if it does indeed measure implicit association. Am I more likely to implicitly associate black people with bad things on one day versus another? And if so, then how deep can my association between those two things really be? And I know we've kind of gone on a bit of a tangent here, but let's get back to our original CNN headline. Robot racism? Yes, says a study showing humans' biases extend to robots. I'm gonna repeat myself and say that no, we are not racist against robots, but we also have not yet proven that we're all biased against black people. I feel like some people are so scared of racism that when it comes to any charge of racism, they just immediately accept it without doing any critical thinking. It's kind of like how when you're a little kid and you're scared of monsters, literally everything in your room could be a monster, even if it's just a shadow or a lamp or a stuffed toy. Racism is bad, I get it, but that doesn't mean that we're just gonna start being racist against inanimate objects like robots or that we're gonna let some flip cards tell us that we're all biased against black people. That's pretty much all I have to say about the issue though, and as always, I would love to know what you guys think. Can we be racist against robots? And probably more importantly, what do you think of implicit association tests or IATs? Let me know, but that's it for now. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you next time.